Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. Hi, Travis Belong. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And we're at season four, episode three, Dancing Queen. So a few things before we get to the episode. The promo still shot on Netflix is Amaya in the ABBA outfit. I was wondering if you had the same thing and you were thinking, they're going to give it to us, that lost no. scene. No, 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 no. Okay. But, but uh, um, because, because I didn't watch on that, I watched on the Blu-ray instead. Mm, we do, okay. it's, I, we, we, I watched the premiere on uh, our streaming service, so even though I still have the Blu-rays, but it's not as smooth, baby. Mm. Like, yeah, it's much better, I think. Plus, we watched, uh, dude, we watched, uh, Nora and I watched back-to-back-to-back all the uh, deleted scenes uh, today from the last three episodes. Oh, really? Uh, and some of them were really funny. There was one really funny one. I guess I well, might as well talk about because it it's from yeah. a previous episode. Uh, it's the one where they are at his house where he's there with Mick uh and his and uh biff tannen and his mom are kind of arguing in the back before they have uh dinner and and uh and mick is looking at a picture on the uh on the fireplace he's like your sister's kind of cute he's like knock it off mick i was slim for my age (laughs) like it shows up i was i was my parents got made my parents made me do dressage and that's what they make you wear because as he's like right he's show jumping it's a it's a it's him show jumping that's great yeah, your sister's kind of cute that was hilarious because because i think it was a total honest like the idea is like he's he wasn't joking he'd actually on a younger girl that's awesome that's funny. yeah and there's that and yeah i can't remember remember anything off hand from the other ones but that one stood out to us and we stopped it because nora recognized that we were seeing camp counselors so she's like we haven't seen this episode yet and we're like okay okay <laughs> Pretty funny, dude. Awesome, she's so man. Into it. She's so into it, man. That's, uh, that that makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because I, again, I think the show is family friendly. That's one of the things I like about it. And uh, even as silly and as it gets, it's never. Let me put it this way: it's family friendly, except for some of the families who, uh, if these guys have families, will be all over the IMDb's in the upcoming episodes. Right. To, to the point where I'm going, I, I read ahead. I'm like, no, you're not even worth making fun of. You know, yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah. there's no, there's no BLTQ. Yeah, you know, yeah, good right. going on here. Sure. It's a fucking cliche, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> you got to really, you got to really knock it out of the park to be recognized on this show anymore <laughs> yeah, exactly. with that shit. Okay, yeah, we've raised the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but this episode. Well, number one, I also thought you maybe want to mention seeing ABBA again. You were all, all over that. All I know about that new ABBA song is that picture of them in the uh, the green screen. Like, like green yeah. suits, space yeah. suits, these, these octogenarians. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like like uh, uh, Johnny and I were talking about, we, we both had like a rather you know, tougher week than, than most kind of thing or just had to deal with some tougher things. But I was saved by, oddly enough, uh, just that new ABBA song showed up at the right time and was playing on the way on the ride home. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, all right. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so, it's incredible that a band that hasn't put, done anything in 40 years can still just like capture that sound like they've just been in the studio and it's a very specific sound for both songs and they're both really really good like uh wild i highly recommend the two new ABBA tracks and there's a full album coming what a mind blower man what a mind fuck that is 
Uh, and then and then it's so funny because so we just had it on like a whatever playlist today during uh, after uh, lunch and uh, and uh, then it's like all right I'm gonna fold laundry while we watch Legends Nora and we see it's Dancing Queen and Nora's like oh my god we were just listening to Dancing Queen <laughs> <laughs> hilarious and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah we'll get to that we'll get to when there when it references that uh, that specific uh, thing again. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I have a theory. Oh, all right. Um, and uh, I just wanted to mention, uh, this is, of course, is the episode where uh, Maisie Richardson Sellers comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also just directed the penultimate episode of this season, the current season of Legends. Right. Um, yeah, and it was tremendous. Mm-hmm. She got some performances out of a few cast members and a guest star that, dude, let me tell you, the, the waterworks were on, man. Sure. Oh, it was wonderful. It was her first time ever uh, directing. Cool. And uh, it was, it was wait, fantastic. It was fantastic. But let's get started. We're in London in 1977. You got a Netflix synopsis or no? Oh, I forgot all about the Netflix synopsis. Who gives a shit? Oh, I got it. It's right in front of me. <laughs> Okay, you do have it. Okay. No, I just forgot to look up, Travis. Okay, okay. okay. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, chasing a magical creature in 1970s London, button-down Ray tries to infiltrate a notorious punk band. Nate discovers the Time Bureau's wild side. <laughs> so, hmm. we're in London in 1977, and it's the Queen. And there we go. No oh, Capones. Ready, no Capones. Well, what are you talking about? It's not the queen. Someone, someone pretending to be the queen. Are you serious? We don't yep. play the game. I. Oh, you want to, you but she, play the but game? But she's, no, she's a shapeshifter becoming these different people. Uh-huh. She's yeah. becoming, she's actually becoming different people. So she became the queen. Okay, so we're judging. As soon as I saw her, okay. I said it aloud. My wife laughed. Are you telling me? <laughs> I was going to count it. No, let's do it. Let's, okay, how many Capones? Mr. Capone, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. Travis, right. it's fine. Like it's absolutely fine, dude. If we for some of the other ones we were doing before, um, so yeah, how many Capones? It's our our gauge of real life uh, portrayals on. Um, mm-hmm. On Legends of Tomorrow, one being the best, nine or ten being the worst. Ten being the worst. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I think, uh, like, if you look at, uh, no, like she is meant. You're meant to know right away. This is the Queen of England, right? The same mm. way when we'd see a fucking Albert Einstein or any of these uh, schmucks from before. <laughs> so I was trying uh, to save you, a, uh, save you a drop, brother. No, no, I was giving no. you a I magical. Was, I was out. psyched for this one. I okay. was psyched for this one because this opening was fucking hilarious. But but anyway, but I think it's a caricature. Of course, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, even from the start, and I didn't think it particularly looked like her. But we've said before, Joaquin Phoenix didn't look like uh, Johnny Cash and mm-hmm. did a great job. However, like she is doing something that's super unqueen-like for the most of this performance, with the exception of the opening there. I thought she was fine there. Um, so I'd go somewhere in the middle, about a four and a half or five. Ooh, okay. Well, since I didn't even think about it, let me uh, I'm gonna take in everything you said. I'm wiping out the magical out for you, which uh, 
uh, which I actually considered for myself. I'm like, I don't know if that counts because I'm some I'm a nerd pedant. Mm. <laughs> <got> it. <laughs> and <laughs> I'd say five Capones. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I mean, she was fine. She was having a great time. That actress. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> really funny. Like, uh, and my my our, my daughter was loving this opening. She's like, "What? She's dancing with rock with punks, drinking <laughs> alcohol." So funny. So That's funny. Well, like the, awesome. the precise desired um, uh, reaction. Mm. Ah, I've got that. I own that uh, that uh, album on vinyl. Oh, we'll get. Well, I was about to get to him. So let's let's get to. So the queen checks on her crown jewels, and she says she wants to wear them for her public. And her public is a punk club, and they're playing "God Save the Queen." And I'm thinking it's been it's been a minute or two since there's been a, a music drop on this show that made me stand up and take notice. Yeah, <laughs> that seems yeah, like a big uh, universal music. I'm looking at my uh, the one mm. I've got here. Which is uh, is a re-release. It uh, includes a, a remaster and uh, live at Happy House Stockholm from oh, okay. 28, July twenty eighth, nineteen seventy seven. Okay, here pistols. here's here's my history with never mind the bollocks. Here's the Sex Pistols. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought that album when I was sixteen with the express purpose of trying to piss off my mother, who <laughs> well, it was during the divorce. You know, it was and it was like rough times, really, really rough times uh, going on. And I was like just blaring that to be an asshole because I knew it sucked. I was like, this is but this will piss her off. Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Th- no, I, 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 you can't say it sucks. John. I, yeah. I, like this is, this is a, I mean, for a band to have they they led to so much right so much came out of this i would i would argue for one single album creating more bands um the only one i would compare it to is velvet underground and nico like this just like like okay. everything came from this this is just oh i, I can see that i can see I'm that i'm just but... noticing right now mine is like a, this is somewhat limited edition i've got here Eleven thirty-five out of oh. five thousand. uh is the 35th oh, well. anniversary limited edition i'm not even a collector of, of any of this stuff i'm just uh just looking at it anyways well then it's, it's even the, like, i'm not a bit i'm not huge punk i was about to ask you either, i was about but... to ask you because at that same time i had discovered the ramones and i loved the ramones i still do yeah i love, love the, the ramones, ramones too i love the ramones too but, and but I, I like but i think this is i think that like that album is yeah just, like as i said i would it's not as important as something like that that previous velvet underground album i like but i'd put it in the same like and not and of course musicianship is nowhere near uh the thing but i just there's there's something raw and real there that that i that obviously like crazy influential and i think a perfect opening track here obviously. oh it was great i'd love it i'd love this she's dancing around she's singing she got a leather jacket on and she flashes her ass to the intro mm-hmm. and there's like so you don't see anything but the so implications that she showed her ass right to the intro so <coughs> funny man wow <laughs> my wife my daughter are the best my daughter's hilarious here just like in shock because her her, her parent her grandparents are english too and pretty proper so she knows all about <laughs> all of this <laughs> really funny Oh, that's going to be interesting at the next family get together. No, I was thinking her her aunt would love it. Her aunt would love it too because she loves all the like anything anything English. So this is what changes history. 
And uh, we cut to Sarah, Nate, and Ava at the Time Bureau. And uh, they're checking out the queen's ass. I'm already <laughs> applauding. I'm already applauding for this. This, this, this is line. great. This is maybe the best, like, like throwaway slash um, throwaway and uh, reaction from mm-hmm. like a, a group of actors. But go mm-hmm. ahead, sir. It's great. No, you know, this wonderful scene where Sarah says, "Red beans and rice didn't miss her Majesty," and Nate goes, "Now we know how Mister Mixalot got his knighthood." I fucking. <laughs> but the two hilarious. of them, but Sarah and Ava go. Sir, sir, like it's like they're both kind of getting it and smiling and laughing yeah, until so until Ava's like, funny. can we be can we be professional? Yeah, really funny. It's like they're both really good it at the same time too. Oh my god, one of the best jokes in the history of the show. I would it put really that is, in a, and... I would put that in a like sizzle reel if somebody. I don't know if Legends clips what our boys there who we've we've been shouting out to mm-hmm. in the past and well, I don't know I don't what's going on with them, but that feels yeah. like yeah, that feels like something that would have been right up their alley. Oh, dude, I didn't remember it. It's such a quick throwaway line, yeah. and then when I got to hear it again this time, I was so happy. So like now I'm gonna get to talk about it with someone and never forget it because <laughs> it's great. And um, again, Johnny, again, like big boy pants. It feels like big boy mm-hmm. pants uh, stuff early, yes. early and uh, throughout. Yes, and so this is what causes history to change because they throw the queen in the loony bin. Now the monarchy falls and England descends into chaos. And I was wondering in this show with time traveling shapeshifters. Do you really think, I mean, you, maybe you'd know better than I. If the monarchy fell in 1977, because would a, England I, have I really Canadian. descended into chaos? Because, really? because Canada is, uh, is oh, you, uh, part of the Commonwealth. Well, your in-laws, maybe you, get, you have oh, some yeah, insight. Yeah, yeah, I have an inside, uh, inside scoop to the royal family. <laughs> It just I'm doesn't like, seem... I'm like I'm like six thousand seven hundred eighteenth line in line to the throne. So yes, um, <laughs> no, I I have no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's is a bit of a weak, um, uh, inciting incident. But uh, I think it. I think I to say that it descends into. What would it had it descended into chaos from that one incident? Was that what they were saying? They or just is say it like it series of things chaos. that follow. No, all they say is. Looney bin, monarchy falls, England descends into chaos, and mm. Sarah goes, and Sarah well, maybe goes, if you anarchy think in the UK. Am yeah, I right? anarchy, again, another shout out. Mm. Um, uh, in 77, you know what I mean? There might have been a different uh, feeling then, too. That's the year I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd say probably not. <laughs> yeah, you did, it, it, like I said, in all this silliness, that's the one thing that went, it would probably be like, rough mm-hmm. i mean there's but, a... i mean life goes on right yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like there's something else that was kind of like all right that was a little basic but otherwise i i, I really like today's episode oh i love this episode i'm just yeah, i'm yeah. picking nits i'm picking yeah. nits here so nate goes well that's crazy but it's definitely is it par- paranormal and they said the magic meter says it is and uh nate's uh having to tell sarah that he's gonna stay and help ava and she's like no whatever you want all the cool kids are going to the jolly old and and Ray, um, we cut to Ray and Zari, and Ray made a smartwatch for her and her totem because mm-hmm. you know she's the only one he can talk to about Nora Dark and what he did, right? But and, because they've also kind of they're sharing secrets, right? Yeah, she can't mm-hmm. talk about going about her mom and that that thing too either. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, Zari says, um, well, doing bad things for good reasons is our, like, our mission statement. Even Amaya did it, which is like, the name drop just does stick out like, remember Amaya? Yeah. yeah. Amaya no, man, uh, but that's necessary. Everything. It's totally necessary. This it's is totally among necessary. the best written uh, episodes of the show. In terms I agree. Of just like I screenplay. Agree. I'm going to be looking up that as yeah, we you talk need to, here. Yeah. You go ahead and look <laughs> loving the show and I barely ever actually look at all that stuff, mm-hmm, but uh mm-hmm. I really need to James Egan and Morgan Faust. Oh, I know that. Oh, those guys, yeah. those guys are are yeah, they're still I there. Mean, I boom. mean just like in ty- in terms of just like okay, yeah, yeah like you drop we plant that seed, we we have this thing that, that's gonna pay off here later. Um ooh, yeah, dude, this this is top five episode, maybe, maybe for me like the more i think about it i'll tell you why in a, in a while here when we get to like a big thing that uh why i can really applaud um the writing here but let's go so on the bridge they're missing nate and ray says oh there's no one to watch patrick swayze movies with anymore mm-hmm. like Okay. But there's a but there's a All quick right. Routh mouth. Oh, there is a bit of a Routh mouth. That's true. <laughs> to, towards uh, uh, Constantine. There. And Constantine gives him a look like what? The Maybe fuck like uh, I'd have to. It was kind of like I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think. Maybe, I, Const- even, Maybe yeah. Constantine was giving him a look that says, "Oh, I could fancy." A oh, oh, that's the, no, dude. That's the that's the other thing I wanted to say about the um, deleted scenes. Is there is tons of gary talking about his relationship with really yeah and really? like how he kind of broke his heart and stuff uh and they how, touch like, on it here they touch yeah, on it here. i know i know that's why i wanted to mention it oh um, that's mm, i really like I, to I, see I that add right now uh quickly what's the name of the actor who plays john constantine um matt ryan matt ryan is the second best actor on the show yeah you've said that before did I say that before? Mm-hmm. Sorry, because I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to knock Zano off too. Like, and that's no. That's no slide. It's no on. knock. It's no, no. knock. Yeah. He's, yeah. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is so good. Yeah, I like to see. I'm, I'm happy that next season we're gonna. They're gonna keep him and just find a new role for him because they can do that. It's, that's not Constantine, cool. so he could try something else because they really did. They reached the limits of what they could do with the character on this show and they're they're launching the new you know hbo you know dark version so but he was so good i've mentioned this before for the past eight years or however long he's been playing john constantine he's been the only constantine he does the voice in all the cartoons they've they've they wrote him into all the the cartoons just like they did this show that's great and with his performance, even his voice performance, I mean, wow. he's it's wow. he's 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 fantastic. It's yeah, there's feather in his cap to know that this is they keep adding things for him. For him, him. right? That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> how can we, uh, how can we get people more interested in these kind of bad new DC cartoons? Let's get Matt Ryan on the job because I watched them. Yeah. I was like, hey, it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Sarah tells him, you know, we're not going to go meet the queen. Uh, we need to find her new favorite band, The Smell. And uh, Constantine, <laughs> I love it. I love fake punk band names because uh-huh. over uh-huh. over the years, over the years, Hollywood is, has never really gotten it right. right, you know, right. And The Smell, 
isn't either, but I like it. I was like, it, I, that's it's okay. pretty good. It feels pretty like good. kind of Archie comics a little bit. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's it does. pretty great. Um, I, but yeah, not quite there. Not quite there. Um, you've never seen, there's a Canadian film from the late nineties. It's like a, a mockumentary, but it's serious, um, called hardcore logo about a fake. Program. I've heard of it. Oh, I've heard of it. And, I've never and seen And there's, it. they will go on long, uh, on the, when they're driving from town to town in their van, they'll, they'll be playing games where you just have to name, um, <laughs> name a certain, come up with names of like fictional bands or something. And it's like, it was, um, I think it was Scandinavian uh, death metal or something like that, or like Nordic death metal. And it's like, so like Snow Axe. It's like <laughs> Sled Dog Afterbirth. <laughs> like, you're, the, you're the king, Pipe. That's what they say, because that guy's name is Pipe. Oh, That's man, great. I love that guy. And that reminds me of our punk fad that we came up with, Last Mystery Titans Theater, Savage Hammock. Oh, Savage <laughs> I Hammock. I forgot Maybe that's Savage not Hammock. a punk fan. That's more, uh, it's more Frank Zappa. Savage yeah. hammock, kind of weird, oddball, absurdist. Anyways, <laughs> so Constantine says he's like, oh, I've heard of every rubbish, rubbish punk band. I've never heard of them now because time has changed. Because there's a magical creature or something magical that's a part of this band, and uh, then they're, they became famous for doing uh, improbable pranks. So. Constantine, I love this. That's yeah. this is one running joke through this that makes me laugh every time. Constantine just takes one look at this picture and sees the Irish looking guy and goes, Yes, oh, there it is right there. The Irish one's a leprechaun. Dude, I wanted it to I wanted him to officially be one so bad. I wanted him to be a leprechaun so bad. <laughs> but what that the way they revealed that he's not even Irish was really funny too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that guy's line delivery. Yeah. Um, when we get to that, really good. Wonderful. Really good. Yeah. Uh, but Aziz's like, are you being serious or racist? And uh, both love. Both. <laughs> Wow, that kind of pop out of my wife that like. <laughs> so Mick is getting mad that Constantine's calling the shots and they start arguing again. And they, you know, Sarah breaks it up and she's like, all right, this should be easy because we're all punks, you know, except the uh, haircut over there. You know, he's never broken a rule. You know, and Z gives him the whole like, yep, no, not a single one. Right, Ray? And he, did, he does a Ralph mouth with a gulp. A gulp. Yep, Ooh, yep. He, he, he could have pulled. He could have pulled his pulled collar. His collar for sure. Ooh. For sure. You could see sweat drops, kind of boink, boink. <laughs> like Kathy, like an episode, like a a weekly strip of Kathy. <laughs> Bathing suit season. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in London at the punk club, and Ray's got to drive. And boy, the IMDb people going on about this fucking car. We're going to get to it. It's uh Oh, wow. Oh, it's something. Know, we didn't know that that was a... I didn't know that was a thing. I, I knew guns and soldier uniforms and... Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, shit. Yeah. cars and right. Uh, right. imports, especially. It's right. something. Um, and uh, Ray's driving the smeller plane. There, uh, Ray's got to stay in the, in the car, in the van. Constantine's talking to Zario while the music's playing. And he's like, oh, that sound, it's the dog's bollocks. And she's like, sorry, I can't hear you over the terrible music. Mm -hmm. It was really funny. Mm -hmm. I thought it was very funny. Mm -hmm. And, and Constantine says, well, you know what, fuck it. I used to play here with my band Mucus Membrane. 
which is from the comics. That, yeah. That's from is the it? comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Then I love it, man. That's mm-hmm. great, dude. That's awesome. And uh, he's like, you know, I know this place. Besides, you're all a bunch of yanks. And Mick's like, you know, what the fuck, you know? We put you in charge. They get arguing, and Constantine says to him. Oh, that's it with you. It's all about hate and Brits. The whole perfidious Albion. And I had to go, okay, I got to know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Was there anything? It is. Hey, did you know that uh, there's an artist named Tammy T who has a a song called Mucus Membrane? No, I did not know that. I don't know. I'm sure that's not... I just want to see. I was I was looking if there are how many songs are there songs that exist canonically with, with by Constantine mucus membrane so. by mucus membrane. Oh, I I'm don't looking know. at like oh man, I'm looking at this cover of uh, of a uh, Hellblazer um, that looks like a punk album, dude. That's so cool. I had no idea mucus membrane is part of the DCU. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So. Sorry. A, a perfidious Albion is a pejorative phrase used within the context of international relations diplomacy to refer to acts of diplomatic slights, duplicity, treachery, and hence infidelity by monarchs or governments of the United Kingdom in their pursuit of self-interest. Hmm. And it's a thing. Yeah. And it made me look it up. So right. they're teaching it, us. It went by so quickly that we were both kind of like, what? What was it? Oh, well. Oh, I you know, look. I'm the only one who's going to bother to do that. You know, like, oh, like, what the and fuck it is, is that? Greatly appreciate it. Good. I'm the only. You're welcome. So he burns Mick's foot with some magic, and Mick hits him over the head with a fucking bottle. It's fuck fucking you. Awesome. Yeah. It was great. And there's a big fight. A big fight. Yeah. And the smell escape as the cops are showing up. They jump in Ray's van. He's he's listening to some amalgamation of like Christopher Cross. And the love boat theme. Yeah, I was saying I was saying yacht rock, like slow, slower disco. Um, it was mm. good. It was great. It was way, it was great the way they were cutting from the the bar fight to to mm-hmm. him in between everything. It was really well done. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they jump in and like take off, and Ray decides to take off with them, and they stop. And one of the guys pukes, and Charlie says, "Hey, don't be fooled by the suit. This guy's a punk. He drove on the wrong side of the road the whole way here." <laughs> hilarious yeah good and nora got that joke it's like that's because in england they stay travel on the other side of the road oh well, i'm surprised she uh wasn't like some of our imdb boys and go actually dad in england the the the, oh, the, the, the steering wheel would be on the other side of this and and she suddenly is you know from long island I'd be like, go to your rope go to your rope <laughs> So they go inside and Ray calls Sarah and he's like, okay, <laughs> you guys come take care of this. And I'm like, no, no, you're the inside man now. And uh, suddenly this, uh, this is one of those bits that just always slays me. Uh, Constantine starts talking to him on the comms and it's way too loud. And he's like, Ray, Ray. And he's like, I'm like, what year? And he cuts back to Constantine. He's like, oh, sorry. It's my first time using one of these things. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's a nice fun. touch. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like he's so rough around the edges, right? It's awesome. So uh, Constantine says, okay, here's what you do with a leprechaun. You got to throw grain in front of them and they'll be compelled to count it all. 
that's such a funny line. I'm like, that sounds interesting. I want to see how that plays out. Like, if that could really happen or something. <laughs> really funny. That's why they don't put the, the uh, rice-a-roni in the same aisle as the Lucky Charms. Hey, yo, because or the, or just, the Irish uh, Spring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mick thinks this is dumb, too. And says so. And they fight again. And Constantine's like, oh, fuck you. I'm off to hit London town. And I look again, you know what? How I mark out for these two, Mick and Sarah's relationship as boss and uh and right hand man. Mm-hmm. Is when she just looks at him and she goes, Not your finest work, bud. I'm like, that was great. I was like, oh, yeah. A lovely bit of writing. He's just afraid that he's gonna get them killed he's reckless right so let's get to our B- oh, here's the thing sarah's like oh no you just don't like guys with ties and he goes oh, something about yes it's like a little flag it says i'm a liar <laughs> oh right okay yeah no i like that too this is weird like, oh really so she's anti-tie i guess yeah she's a big punk fan mm-hmm. so punk. This is one of those episodes where we get a clear A, B, and C plot. So I broke them all up, but kept the buttons for the plot to the end of our discussion. All right. So let's start with Nate and Gary and their adventures at the Time Bureau. Okay. So Nate's job from Ava is to update all the protocols, but for magic. Get to it. And uh, he's like, oh, I wasn't expecting it to be this boring. And Gary says, okay, come on then. Time Bureau isn't all protocol. You know, follow me. He's like, we do Taco Mondays. <laughs> and yeah. well, this you would you guys would not have gotten this joke, but this is great because Nate looks at him and, and Gary says, We dare to defy. Okay, dare to defy is the CW's Verkakta slogan that's on like if you watch. If you watch the CW and there's ads for the show, it goes, the CW, dare to defy. It's it's awful. It's it's you're daring to defy with the TV shows on the CW. It stinks. Funny. Wow. It's for them to put that in here killed me. I'm like, that's some inside baseball that I really appreciate. That's funny. A little fuck you to the network. So (laughs) that's kind of fun. So then we meet uh, we meet Mona Wu, played by the lovely Ramona Young. And get used to Mona. Mona is also a new cast member for this season and a recurring character next season. And speaking of the IMDb, I'm just going to get it out of the way now. A lot of the reactions to Mona's character and therefore then the actress on IMDb, way too reminiscent of what Kelly Marie Tran went through. Not as vicious, but the sentiment's still there. So not going to ever talk about that again. Not going to read any of their shit because I think she's great. So mm. you can Who are we talking about? Which actress? Mona Wu, the, the girl delivering the food. Yeah. Yeah, she was cute. Uh, so mm-hmm. does she keep coming back? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's, um, well, I'm going to yeah. give away. She's a let. She becomes a legend for... Yeah. You know, by this this season, cool. You know, yeah. No, it, it seemed like it. She definitely seemed like more than a throwaway. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And he tells her a bad. 
he tells her like some bad joke and uh she just pauses like no no that was great that was great no what's the time bureau and uh <laughs> i loved her sell of that mm-hmm. um he, he tells her that's about time zones as he's taking way too many tacos and she's mentioning to him, that's only like one to a person and he just smiles that giant rubber mouth of his and like uh-huh and keeps mm-hmm. taking fucking tacos it's so weird it is weird it, like it's he feels like a bit of an inconsistent mess sometimes and my, like uh, yeah. yeah i know he's all right this will be revealed like, well but, no that's just it, i mean yeah. no one okay the development with gary this season that i think could retcon a lot of this no one has ever once from this show said that was their intention yeah. i can just with my imagination i can go well that explains all this weird fucking behavior yeah. that doesn't yeah. make any fucking yeah. sense <laughs> mm, that's funny but we've got a ways to go for that okay but he also has one of my favorite line deliveries ever in this show in this episode so we're gonna get to that uh, all right quickly as well so there's a blip on the magic meter there's something in prehistoric times and Gary wants to file a report and he said, come on, we could do it together. And he convinces him by saying, we could be time bros. And the way Gary smiles, just like, like a shark's mouth. It, what a giant mouth on this, this guy. It, it, it's right. something. <laughs> Very expressive. And they go to the forest of the past and they can't find anything. And this is when uh, Gary's like, says he's like, you know, yeah, you know, you know, Constantine dumped me and it sucks. And, uh, you know, like Amaya dumped you and that's all we hear about it. I'd love to, again, I'd love to see more of those scenes. <laughs> That'd be great. And uh, he's like, and it's like, oh, I want, she didn't dump me. We had, we broke up to save the timeline. And uh, he's like, yeah, Constantine told me it was all about the balance of good and evil. So I'm saying shit like that, you know, right. you got dumped, pal. Yeah. <laughs> and and Nate going, wait, did, did I? Did I get dumped? It was very mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. And Gary's watch goes off because Ava hates overtime, causing them to run away from a CG yeah, 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 saber tooth tiger. Big time. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> looks like it's, I think I think I think leftover from the Flintstones film in the late nineties. I well, they had they they, they had a saber tooth tiger on this show. Uh, That's right. Too, That's right. So, but they it didn't look leftover I think it, shit. I think it, it looked better than this one. Flintstones. You know what? I I rented the the first Flintstones movie, and I was by force of will I was trying to like it because I love the Flintstones so much, and uh, there was a lot about it that I liked. Right. Never saw. Good. (laughs) Well, John Goodman, man, come on. Sure. Kyle MacLachlan. (laughs) You go straight to Kyle. Halle Berry, uh, Rick Moranis. Kyle MacLachlan is interesting. Interesting casting. Anyway, he's the bad guy. He makes sense. I know. I know. He's a prehistoric yuppie bad guy. The Flintstones was the only cartoon that my father thought was funny. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. He would, he would, he didn't like cartoons, but he thought the animals being used as, as appliances mm-hmm. was high comedy and always made him laugh. Right. I always get a, I always get, um, even though I've never seen it, whenever I see images from it, it's almost like Pavlov's dog where I can taste like the McRib because I remember they had a similar uh-huh. fucking thing at McDonald's at that time. That's what I always associate with it. It's weird. So uh, this is another uh, Gary thing. Ava starts berating Gary for putting butter in the coffee machine. Like, what the fuck? Why the fuck is this asshole putting butter in the coffee machine? 
bizarre. <laughs> and then she compliments him on a job well done because the blip is gone. Uh, Nate's like, well, what happened to it? And Gary's like, ah, who cares? Let's, let's take the win. By the, by the way, here's Audrey too. Right. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Nate, but this, this makes me laugh so hard. He hands it to Nate as his souvenir from our mission. And Nate just looks at him and puts it on his desk. Yeah. And Gary just stares at it with this giant grin and goes, looks good. And it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> Adam Sheckman right there. Like, I'm like, all right, you won me over. That was too fucking funny. Yeah. All right. And um, you say so. I'm still I'm still having a I thought it was with him, right? Like, oh, well, it, that, that, that's it, man. I, I didn't think it was funny at the time. Yeah. Because I, I, Gary got on my nerves big time for a long time. What makes me laugh is the, is the torn nipple. That makes me laugh every time. That's very funny. That always makes me laugh. Well, then there's an upcoming episode that you are going to adore, my friend. Nipple Rama. But we, it, you bet your ass. <laughs> you bet your uh, nipples. <laughs> oof. <laughs> so Mona arrives again and she's got more questions and Gary just memory wipes her. Nate escorts her out and they see the, the plant, of course, is an Audrey too, but it also has legs and eats a sandwich and runs away. And Nate gives Gary a stapler and he breaks off a paper cutter and he says, today we ride. And then the button will be later. So the, 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 the Nate Gary stuff is the weakest part of the episode, but I don't mind yeah. it so much. It, made, it, it had enough that made me laugh. I mean, yes, because, because Zano fucking holds it down man he, he really always, does as always he really um, does he, he's uh the proverbial broomstick that's what he was doing there today you know what i mean um like i don't the actor who plays gary is not bad i think he's told to, to go out oh this is the, this is direction as this he is, is yeah, yeah yeah um but that's uh that's a tougher tougher well maybe or maybe it could be easier to bounce off of he's got a lot to react to um with Zano, but he he his subtlety really kind of brings it brings it all into like a more realistic or believable situation so we cut to ray knocking on the door of the punk's house and he's asking uh we find her name is charlie if they can hang out and she asks him his name and he says it's ray yeah <laughs> hilarious it was it could it could have fucking clanked and yep. ralph pulled it off and very very good and uh so they let him in he's telling about all of his rages about disco and the queen and chores and uh he's like oh i just you know i only do it i don't i can't just turn it on and then he throws some rice in front of declan and he looks declan looks up and goes, are you leprechauning me it's really funny like he'd like it's a known thing but wait a second like that was <laughs> There is a pie tin full of rice of for rice, some reason of dry rice. Like that was the d- biggest fucking give me a fucking break of the whole episode. I thought. Well, I mean, you know, I'm glad they found a way. To, but why on the side of a? Uh, it was like on the side of like an easy chair. Would there be a pie tin <laughs> of dry rice? <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> It's really funny. It's a funny that it actually happened, but I wish it looks like okay. Well, okay, is it like leftovers, leftover Chinese food that has gotten totally stale? 
maybe if they could have made it known like that like that a little clearer or something that could have been pretty it pretty. was supposed to but, be like but isn't this place filthy they just leave their rice laying around in tinfoil yes but it, no, it just didn't work but I, I like the idea and i like the reactions it was enough to forget about the fact like what the fuck why was that just there and the guy like calling it are you trying to leprechaun me too funny yeah and that's what works because like he's, he's like he's not so insensitive and they're like, oh, he is a punk, you know, because that's a like punk. He accidentally punk rocked him by right. insulting him. Right. Uh, so they said, okay, it's time to plan Operation Mum's Bum. That's what we saw in the opening. That's what's going to uh, totally change history. And mm-hmm. Ray wants in, but uh, he has to prove that they can trust him. So, and they cut to commercial and you show Charlie walking right over the rice to tell you, if you hadn't figured it out already, which one of these is the magical creature. <laughs> And right. the smell and Ray are in the park, and he's got a he, he has to steal a royal corgi. Mm-hmm. And Sarah and Mick are on comms to talk him through it. And uh, they, they know that they're, they're gonna be heavily guarded. And Sarah looks at the uh, Mick and he's like, QB or wet work? And he's like, QB, and like, all right, I'm on it. I love that, I love it. It's, yeah. it, it, it goes into this whole like. Oh, that's like slick badass, you know, war movie shit. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. And um, so the dog walker, the royal dog walker, this guy, <clears throat> he says, uh, up and up. Oh, oh my God, I wish I could do him. up and out, Sparky. He, I, he was hilarious, yeah. uh, especially when he said this to one of the dogs. He said this would go a lot faster if you just do your thing gordon i'm like that's what trudy styler says a lot hey <laughs> oh man i was so proud of that joke when i wrote that last week <laughs> sarah takes out all the guards and uh, Mick, uh just tells ray to just ask for the dog and uh, he does and the guy just gives it to him because he's seen sarah beat uh, the shit out of all the guards and then they cut to this BBC report, which is fucking hilarious. It was right out of Monty Python, I felt. Was like, this terrible thing happened, and like, the dog was found uh, in a shelter with a purple mohawk. Yeah. That's what they did. Adorable. But, then, but then they cut uh, to it. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. This is the stuff we, uh, we love. This is, this is uh, Nora's loving this shit, right? You put, you put, a, put a hat on a... Put a hat or a funny uh, wig on a on an a animal that's gonna pop every seven year old across the land, <laughs> all the lands. Yep. What I love is they cut away to the smell before they smash the TV. It's got some guy's opinion piece who I guess works down there, and he goes, "Well, it's about time someone from that castle saw what the real life was supposed to be like." <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's in the background. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> And they smash the TV. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're telling Ray a little bit more about the jewel heist, but Ray's all in now, man. He's part of the crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to give him a tattoo. And she, uh, he asks us if it's uh, sterile. And uh, she uses her mouth on it, Gross. which is nasty. Really <laughs> nasty. You know, it was really nasty. And uh, she says, uh, you know, it's, it's, not a tattoo, it's a statement because sometimes you have to do bad things for good reason. But he's like, I believe I've heard that exact line just maybe eight hours ago. Mm-hmm. Fucking tattoo me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. She says it's Jewel Heist. And if you didn't already know, she's like, yeah. he said, Well, how you doing? She says she'll use her magic. And Ray has a full on aha look on his face that 
fucking great to commercial. What? Mouth, mouth, mouth. Here you go. (laughs) Totally. Go to commercial. So, our C plot is Constantine and Zari, because Constantine's at a pub, and uh, Zari's been told to follow him because Sarah put a tracker in his cop, and Zari and uh, Constantine's seeming friendly with this barmaid and uh z says to him that brooding anti-hero crap must be a real panty dropper huh you know tell her you got four roommates who sleep on the couch and oh my god no i didn't she's my mom and her take her like i'm uh really wishing i hadn't said that (laughs) and he he goes um i want to say the um the makeup uh, and the hair on the uh, the bartender is perfect for seventies mm. like British woman pub oh. uh, or woman in like a British pub uh, yeah, is yeah. was right on the money for like for like all those old um, you know English movies from way back uh, then there anytime you see any sort of thing it's just great I love that like the excessive makeup and the kind of somewhat fair faucety hair is really mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. there's something very specific about it. Yeah, it, good job on the casting. Sean and, uh, Cosey. Hey, Sean Cosey, <laughs> ca- casting director for all the uh, CW shows who I've read for probably a half dozen times now. Great work. Great work, pal. He's like, look, just turn me into a telepathic ape. I don't give a shit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so Zari's uh, then uh, two for two because then she says, oh, were you and your mom close? He's like, nope, just met her 20 minutes ago. And she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Wild. And he says, she died in childbirth. That's why dad called me killer. And I was like, fuck, that's rough. Rocking that's fucking dude. rugged, dude. And the dad is there. Because Constantine's plan to put everyone out of their fucking misery is what he calls a, a back alley vasectomy. Oh, my God. Kick his dad um, in the nuts. <laughs> the ba- uh, also, in the conversation for best best phrase ever created in this show i'd never heard that before a black alley vasectomy that's obscene so he gives it he gives it a try a couple times but it doesn't work yeah it's weird how he just keeps it yeah and what does she call it what does sorry call it the ball kick paradox the ball kick paradox and she says it as if that's that too it's and like a technical she, term. Yeah, and she delivers like, stay oh, on the job. You don't know about Vulcan. It's the Vulcan paradox. <laughs> it's great and um, really funny. That's like a that's a total uh, shout out to yours, mind the truth. That's a Metal Gear Solid uh, line, a ball kick. Right? Nah, you can't kick this guy in the balls because <laughs> thirty years from now, that's gonna fuck everything up. <laughs> so the dad notices the second time, and they get into a fight, and he punches his dad, and. Uh, and the mother kicks him out and tells him never to come back. And then he's like, oh, don't worry, I won't. And then Z get, talks to him about the rules of time travel. And he almost breaks to tell her about what's coming after him and what's really on his mind because of these some people he might have hurt. And uh, But he stops. He holds back the tears. And he goes, come on, we got to go help Ray. And right now, you can go help yourself. God damn it. I couldn't. I was trying to think of a good line to go to break and I didn't, couldn't do it. I failed. Help yourself to a refreshment while we. I was take about to break. say, thank you. 
state purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's gonna kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait, they are out of magenta. Robots don't know you, we do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future, let's protect it. White, hmm? Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to this episode, uh, what else we got going on, Travis? We had a bit of a adventure getting up that holy grail, but you did it, bud. Yep. Of course, Johnny's talking about our YouTube show, uh, Mystery Titans Theater, where we uh, just last week on Twitch, well, I say it's a YouTube show, but it's also we go live on Twitch every other Saturday. Um, and just last Saturday, we we did find the, the holy grail, the old Pro Wrestling Illustrated uh, compilation tape, Lords of the Ring. It looked at the beginning like it wasn't going to be it. And and, uh, and then we followed it up with like two our one of our old favorites or another episode of our old favorites, Bruiser Bedlove. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then uh, Poffo, who are uh, um, something who are, it, it was something from, uh, yeah, again, this is Randy Macho Man Savage's dad uh, was, was in charge of his own kind of outlaw promotion at the time. And, and we couldn't really figure out why it was on TV. But here's the cool thing, dude. Mm-hmm. Our, our next week's guest was able in the in the comments for this this episode since we put it up on YouTube was able to explain what all of that is. Uh, our buddy uh, Robert Hawkins knew what that what that was, Ooh. so it was something that like I, I don't have it in front of me, but anyways, guys, go and uh, seek this out. Um, I wasn't able to. There's a lot of copyright stuff, so I had to still photo a lot of stuff from this compilation tape. And that's just the first hour. There's still another hour and a half after that. that We're still hilarious. We're still that, very that funny. Maybe. Maybe the funniest fucking thing. We, we've been, This is our 35th show. Mm-hmm. But the appearance of Yukon Moose, Moose Sherlock. Oh, boy. Is the great, maybe no, the, the, it's the, the greatest thing that ever happened on our show. On Mystery Titans Theater. I've Which never has, laughed harder. Yeah. Ever. Us either. And 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 uh so as I said, every other Saturday and starting this this upcoming uh a week from today, which will be September eleventh, um it's the start of a, a show where we're or a series of six shows we're doing called Who's Zoom and Who, uh which is which will be a series of chronological events and house shows leading up to the events, leading up to the granddaddy of them all, uh 1987's WrestleMania three. We're really excited for this. We have a lot of different fan, uh, different friends coming to join us. Uh, a couple, uh, one new face, and a couple of like old fans, and a couple of people we put to, we haven't put together before. We're gonna have at the same time. I'm so looking forward to this, Johnny. This has been so mm. much fun. Like I love, I love. I'm so excited to talk with you today about this episode. I love doing Gideon guys with you. I love doing my own thing. That yours, mine, the truth, which I, I'll, I'll, I'll plug really quick in the middle here. Yours, mine, the truth. My podcast where I look at text to my youth. I've done four episodes for season two check them out on palm podcast network along with uh a whole bunch of other things like aw uh i've really got into boom goes the dynamite because i've been watching a lot more aw lately um but and i have a lot of fun doing all this stuff but dude i love i i it's it is such a good time when we hang out and watch wrestling and and it's so fun that we are getting the response that we get and that we've got a a a, like uh we just get more people talking to us about this and more people telling us like last week we had people telling us is I said uh, one of the best tweets we've ever received about, about like anything is that like, I love you guys, but last week was the best show you've ever done. It's just like, I, I love 
hearing this from everybody and the fans here are but, amazing. But is a weird word to use there. I, <laughs> what's that? I love you guys, but. Oh, did I say but? No, but no, no. I, I love you guys. The show was the best no, you've oh, ever done. Oh, oh, I love, I, I, maybe it was and. Pardon me for adding the but. I could be paraphrasing. Like, are you making you fun and, of guys on the, like, like I do on the IMDb? And, by and out this is the, yeah, no, not yet. I just want to say like our fans have been awesome. And we are approaching a milestone in terms of uh, subscribers that we are going to do mm -hmm. something special for them uh, later today. What after we're, we're done uh, here with a couple other uh, of our buddies, uh, uh, Kelly and James. Um, so thank you guys for. I just want to say thank you for like yeah, thank the, you. the fans of Mystery Titans Theater have been great. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, like I said, uh, uh, Palm Podcast Network and all the other stuff that I hear that we do and stuff that I do is awesome and you guys should check it out but uh mystery titan theater keep an eye on that not just twitch or not just youtube.com uh, which is youtube.com slash c slash jarvis washing machine or just look for mystery titans theater um but also on twitch live join us in the conversation it's such a great time and this is really going to be a fun project i think uh over the next uh, three months for these next six shows yeah and i want to also thank all of our mystery titans theater fans not like not, not you know not like these shiftless Gideon guys fans just sitting around on their ass. Not the gang, the Gideon gang. No, I don't <laughs> the, say the, gang. the Gideon gang has got a, the Gideon, the Gideon gang has got a uh, has got to up their game. I gotta say, uh, I like do. I, of, I agree. Yeah, uh, we love you too, uh, Gideon gang. But uh, they're a gang, uh, Travis. They don't listen to the rules of society. Right, that's right. The rage. They all go by the name Rage. Yeah, they're they're sitting on a street corner going smoking cigarettes, leather yeah. jackets. They're like, we're not gonna tweet yeah. shit. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> tweet shit uh, and that I makes mean, i mean right right yeah right uh -huh. it's the best show on tv or best 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 podcast on the network right that's right am i gonna let them know that not a fucking chance mate in it i am dv curious some trivia and this one stood out for me and i don't know my mind's going places and it's a good thing they chose not to do this but mona's name was originally alaska you hmm. like, uh, it's meant to be a pun of some like something like what's the matter you i don't think so i don't no. think so i think it's mm. what's the name i'll ask you no i'm asking you <laughs> That's better than where my mind went. <laughs> seven out of seven found that interesting. Mm -hmm. Then right beyond, right, uh, it's a few, few trivia's down. Mona's name might be a reference to Ramona Young, the actress who plays her. Oof. It might be. <laughs> yeah. Five of oh. eight. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, though. <laughs> Five of eight. Found that interesting. Now, it's time for car goofs. 
The van driven to the club by Ray is a 60s era left-hand drive Ford Econoline. The Econoline is and was not available in England except as a very rare import. The British Ford equivalent is the Transit, made from 1965 to present. Hmm. Four out of four found that interesting. And then the van Ray is driving as the registration GHJ221Y. The Y registration, and this goes on for a paragraph about the registration numbers, my friend, and the colors of the registration numbers. Wild. Oh, my God. This dude's been tagged, I hope. <laughs> that is that is messed up, man. It's a superhero show, dude. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, that makes me sad. <laughs> well, maybe this made him feel better. Three out of three found that interesting. All right, all right. You know, it's something. Crazy. Reviews. Mm-hmm. Now, before I jump into what I chose to... to share with everybody there were two things i saw that i kind of not so much agreed with but i was interested in their take i was wondering what you thought two folks said personally um i would have preferred if they'd stuck with the punk version of charlie and had that actress join the team and another one said and charlie seems interesting however i like the actress who played her here so i was disappointed we won't get to see her again and i remember thinking like she was yeah she was pretty good i agree i agree yeah yeah, I mean it's it's definitely it's a guest star spot for sure. But mm-hmm. she uh, she I, I haven't checked her IMDb, but I assume uh, I did. She's a working actress, busy. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of guest spots, right? Yes, a lot, yeah. a lot. You know, a couple series here and there. And, you know, and sometimes I'm like, some of these I know are Canadian, some of these I know are British, and I've never heard of them. But that doesn't mean these aren't. You know, this is just it's TV. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. you know. When you see those INDVs that can choke a horse, you're like, all oh, right, you know. Yeah, I thought she was really good. Of course, they weren't going to do that. It's just the whole point of this episode is to reintroduce uh, Maisie Richardson Sellers as a completely new character and make it work and make people forget Amaya. And I think they succeed uh, perfectly. And it, it gets more so even next episode. Hmm. <laughs> but this guy, the dude with two Ds, D U D D E, Jeff Bridges? Yeah, 16. One out of 10. Oh, come on. Seriously? I am not even British. But it's so hilarious that they are in England in the 80s and the nerdy fake failure of a Superman drives a car with the wheel on the left side. How sloppy can the production be? Come on, mates. So uh, so here's what here's the double why I hate this guy. Really? Okay. See, I thought that was better than the than the lee harvey oswald type we had before there. oh no no it's okay no no okay dislike this guy i'm not gonna say hate dislike this okay. guy because he says i am not even british and at the end he says mates and you know what really fucking annoys me yeah is non-british people just using british slang because yeah i think cheers it, especially I for sure. and you know it just comes from like that one two weeks they had back packing after after uh you know graduation yeah. it's all bullshit yeah it's like I madonna's totally fucking accent go totally. fuck yourself okay yeah, no cheers I hate is that the shit. Worst. but non-british people ending an email with cheers Ooh, gives sense I, I get a little chill up my spine every time oh for a minute i thought you were talking about the show and i'm like i will not nope. stand for that my friend no <laughs> No, just people who say cheers, cheers, even though they're not British. Not right. It ain't. It ain't right. My buddy Theo, uh, since we were uh, in high school, always said ciao, 
And uh, that could be douchey, but not with Theo. It worked, yeah. for, it, it worked for Theo. Yeah, I bet you it was fresh at the time. <laughs> and he was Greek. And I mean, even though that's Italian, it was like, it's kind of close enough, right? Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So four out of 40 found that interesting. So Four out of what? 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> four out of 40. Agree with me. Yeah, I guess so. That's funny. A Jacob Politus, 20. <laughs> Uh, from January 2020. And it says, warning, spoilers. Hi, Spencer. I hope you find this epic review of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. That's it. That's, that's the entire thing. <laughs> what, what do we got? What are our numbers on that one? One out of three found that helpful. Oh, Hopefully that it was, was Spencer. Him. Maybe it was Spencer. I, it think, so. was... I think so. It was him. <laughs> I get it, man. I mean, I get it. Like when when you when you like uh, when you when you put your heart into something that you think is going to do numbers and it's not happening, you gotta you gotta just fuck. I'll give myself a fuck. I like. <laughs> That's how I get our listener numbers up. Just That's I constantly right. have it on a loop. <laughs> it's like Spotify. We're gonna make that one cent eventually. <laughs> So back to the show. Ray and Maker. Oh really? Oh really? Oh really? Oh, I'm so back sorry. Back to the show, you say? I'm Here sorry. I am, sitting nicely, politely, waiting, mm-hmm. waiting. I apologize. I apologize. Let me allow me. It, do you ladies not... and gentlemen, it's time for Savage Brew. Oh, oh, oh! Thank you. Oh, thank you for fitting me in today. Jesus Christ. Today, we are going a little bit off the beaten track. And uh, gone into a completely different uh, part of uh, where we're sticking with British Columbia, of course, but a very different type of beer. Uh, it's Russell Brewing Company, our friends there. We've, we've had some of theirs. We've spoken about the Tiger Shark in the past and others. But today, we are trying the Blueberry Cherry Lime Berliner. Which I believe is what your former president said during a famous speech. That's a bit of a joke. Yeah, but it's very different. It's very light in alcohol. I, I, I'm, I, I, if I have one regret about this, it's, it's. I mean, it's quite, a, quite a mix and quite a, an interesting, uh, you know, uh, balance of hops. And uh, it's a, bur- it's a sour Berliner Weiss style beer fermented with blueberry cherry and lime puree and only 3.8% alcohol. So I I wish I had discovered it earlier because it's the end of the summer and it, you know, took a, uh, kind of hit me last week. I I had heard your 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 co-host talking about feeling a bit a little bit of, I think it's called seasonal affective disorder. But this boy, Mm. this, this took me right back to the Spanish banks here in, here in Vancouver, British Columbia, enjoying the sun, blueberry, cherry, lime, Berliner, Russell Brewing Company. Very nice. Johan? Mm. Far too sophisticated for your infantile flavor palette. Goodbye! Sounds like uh, you like that one. Pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. It's, a cha- it's, it's usually IPA all the way, but mm-hmm. it's nice. You never know. I mean, the man's lived thousands of lifetimes. Expanding his mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Don't forget that next time. I don't think I don't like this. He pushed me. He shoved me to get to the mic there, and I like I don't want your peripheral damage. I like I'm I, I, you're driving here, man. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm not gonna purposely make him yell at me anymore. Okay, because I, I just thought it was funny. I didn't realize he's there and I'm in America. 
So it's a little yes. more dangerous for you. Yes. Just, I mean, that glass, I mean, he's, he, he is still trapped on the glass, right? I mean, right. that could hurt. I mean, just is a fly across the room and can I, get you in I, the head. I can't really explain it. It's, it's bizarre. I'll tell you that it's a weird mm. experience, but it's one of my favorite segments. <laughs> I agree. Even though I, my pet and he's right. My palate does is, is of a child, dude. You don't need this many egg McMuffins and not being a fucking adolescent your entire life. Oh boy, they had the chicken McMuffin. Do they make that available with like they got it with habanero sauce here, like a no. chicken McMuffin? Oh man, no, no, no. Okay, not in the, not no, not in the morning. I'm not a chicken okay. in the morning guy. Okay, all right. Chicken in the morning, chicken in the evening, chicken at supper time. Ray and Mick are on a bench, and Ray has a dumb disguise on, throws it right away. Uh, he's given Mick too many details. Mick's like, just which one do I off? Mm-hmm. Ray tries to get mythery over again and throws it away. He calls it a I fugitive. gotta say, I kind of chuckled this time because it's, it's like I, pro- I would have yeah. remembered it if we hadn't talked about it probably, mm-hmm. but I liked it. It, it. It's almost as if it was worth being so stupid in the yeah. uh, other episode. Almost. For the, almost, for the payout. Pay that's what almost. I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, and he says it's Charlie. But Ray's like, hey, man, she hasn't done anything that bad. She's just doing mischief. And uh, then Mick sees his, his, uh, his tattoo, Ray's ink of a corgi with a mohawk. And uh, Ray's all in on being a punk. And uh, Mick says that he, he finally lost it, haircut. And Ray walks into the Smells place looking for Charlie, and the band grabs him. Like, yeah, we know you're up to something. You know, you're a narc. He's like, what? A, a disco narc. And they've got the headline from mysterious band saves concert or whatever the fuck it is and it's which the shot. is awesome yeah from so last season is that is that from the same at first i was thinking like oh, okay this is from the same timeline that hasn't been i guess it hasn't been sorted out yet but this was them sorting it out was yeah. them showing up there um but they I pop they, the they pop that, in and out through history yeah. so pl- just tell me right now do they mention this ever again never again God damn it. See, I'm starting to feel like they're just going to keep hinting at it until I feel like we will get to see it. Finally. <laughs> the full performance. And like maybe the series finale. I... <laughs> yeah, they're going to bring back Ralph. I want, I, like, I want to dig into like the, the, the subreddits and things here and see how many people. You want that scene so is bad. There, is there, is there so a calling bad. for this? Are people talking about this? Are the are the legends fans out there? What are, do legends fans get them talking about it? Let's get them talking about it. Say we yeah. want that scene. Yeah. Dude, do do legends it, fans have a name? No, no, because much because because even the, the original name of the show, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, was such a what does that mean? And it's a goddamn mouthful. Yeah. And so In fan, way, the fandom hasn't come like up with a name. Lots, the lots. The lots, right? Because it's L O T S, right? Legends of Tomorrow S, but also our girl. Uh, uh-huh. There's something there. I, I mean, so, I mean, I feel like somebody should have figured this out before. This is this shouldn't be my job. I've got a perfect <laughs> one. I've got a perfect one. Yeah, what is it? You're a member of the Gideon Gang, motherfucker. That's, That's what it. you are. That's, That's the right. name. Oh, I did want to say, dude, quickly in one of the deleted scenes as well, when he was talking about when Gary was talking about um Constantine, he was showing pictures about missing him. He showed a picture of them like kind of hanging out and snuggling a Bebo doll. Oh, that's adorable. I know, I know. One more Bebo reference. And they cut out a Bebo reference because yeah, they were yeah. afraid it was too gay for the fucking network? I don't know. Maybe. I doubt it. I just think it's... Oh, believe me. Dude, 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 dude. Yeah. Trust me. With the rest of this season, I doubt it, too. Not gay enough. Oh, boy. That's why they took it up. <laughs> yeah. 
not gay enough because again the uh, the imdb assholes i mentioned before are out in full force because how dare you show these two sexy men making out and make me feel feelings that i don't want to think about Ugh, rotten <laughs> all right so ray oh, i'm sorry i lost it all right so ray walks into so yeah 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 they find uh you know the, the newspaper thing and he says mama mia and goes to to break which is a call they they did that same go to break last season i think so i know i know <laughs> i know like like come on come on please that's all i, I want to see i know you want they, they, when they it were writing Waterloo. this they performed waterloo too that's what made it because it because it was involving napoleon like yeah it had that, somehow involved yeah, napoleon yeah. Well, no, they didn't necessarily play Waterloo's it. I don't think. Song. That was their first big hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, we talked about this before. Go back in the archives for a lot yeah, of yeah. this. This is gonna be a through line. Yeah, yeah, if they show up in those ABBA suits ever again at all, or even reference them, I know someone's listening to this fucking yeah. show. <laughs> I know it. Make it happen, guys. Yeah, please. So. Charlie arrives. She straightens them all out. She's like, oh, that one was a nun. Declan's not even Irish. And he drops the Irish accent and goes totally posh. And he's like, I thought it was more straight. And it was perfect. Funny. Perfect. What a delivery. And it, it could have been any, pardon me, it could have been like Cockney or something, but he picked something posh to show that he actually does come from like this place of privilege and he's like that extra level of poser. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. I love it. It was real for, for a little one line read. It yeah. jumps out at me as it's well. Just, Cause I was really waiting to, to find out that actually, Oh, this guy actually is a leprechaun. It just has nothing to do with the actual magic uh, thing. You know what I mean? That would be a great red herring too, but this is just as good. This is just as good. So she says, uh, Charlie does. She's like, so what do you, so he fancies a bit of disco. So what? So Charlie and Ray go and talk. And she's talking about being locked up. And uh, he tells my name. My real name isn't uh, Rage. It's Ray. And the look she gives when he says Rage isn't my real name. The slightest little reaction of like, yeah, no shit, motherfucker. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. It's with a smile, but it's yeah. so subtle. And it's great. I mean, and again, there's a reason why this. I should have looked up her name. Uh, this actress uh, gets a lot of work because she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see her show up back on some of these shows. I'd like to I'd like to see a, a, a whole series dedicated to the rise of the smell. Of the smell. <laughs> so they're looking at the picture of uh, them in their disco suits. She says, "So what happened to your crew?" And he's, "Oh well, then Nate's got a desk job now, and Sarah's you know got a special person, and Amaya's gone. She was our moral compass. So she feels she she can trust him, and she starts shape shifting." And Ray's completely, you know, like, wow, that's awesome. And when he's a Declan, I believe, when uh, Charlie's Declan, he's like, this doesn't freak you out? And he's like, oh, no. He's like, as an old friend of mine would have said, astonishing. He almost said it exactly like him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, it almost felt like they had AR'd it or, like, added it. <laughs> they called in. They called him in. We just need you just for one. Just one line. <laughs> Garber needs a paycheck. Garber needs a paycheck. Just come in and do one fucking line. So she says, mm, We've heard this before. You're one of the good ones, Ray. Or just Ray. And uh, so Ray calls the team, says it's a shapeshifter. And John Constantine goes, I knew it. And he's like, You definitely said leprechaun. And yeah, the look on his leprechaun. fucking face is great. It, yeah. Very funny. Uh, 
Ray's trying, he says, why don't we just try to convince her not to do the queen plan? And the team's not having it. They're like, we got to send this thing to fucking hell. And uh, he's in too deep. Mick t- mentions the tattoo. Sarah's like, oh, no, Ray's been doing this a long time. But Z, what do you think? And she's like, I got it. I think he's in too deep. So next shot, Ray's like outside. He sees them coming down the street. So he grows and he saves Charlie. And he tells her everything. He's like, look, I am a narc. I'm a magic narc, but I'm not going to turn you in. Uh, and he, they run into another room and he comes out in his Adam fucking suit. He's like, I'm, I'm going to shock my own team. I'm a punk. And yeah. it's, it's we've talked about how Ralph gets a lot of like lame lines, but yeah. this could have no, been. I liked it. I thought it was I liked good. him when I was, it was really good was, this episode. Yeah. No, dude, I was they they got me man they got mm-hmm. me with and it was his performance that got me i thought that he had fully like uh gone when i saw that kind of like evil smile kind of thing it fools uh, me every time thing. yeah it fools I, me every I, time like it was um i feel i felt kind of like oh i should have seen that 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 coming she's a goddamn shapeshifter how would you not know that this was who this was man why would you not yeah. think that the boy scout uh but that's that was great that and that is total credit to uh Routh for sure in that performance mm-hmm. because he takes out Sarah and Mick and that, there's that badass look on his face that goes to commercial that you're first starting to think of like now yeah, they'll forgive me I'm going to do you know you know the right thing da, da, da. but then he attacks Constantine and Zari and you right. see but they'd already this is what I talk about like yeah. this being a really well written episode they planted the seeds that he's starting to like that they're talking about he don't forget that you we've got these secrets and that you're doing stuff that's not total boy scout that you've been doing before yeah. um so it makes sense that that we would be considering it that that he could yeah. go a step further well he's yeah he's never gonna go dark or anything it's Ray Palmer but you yeah. know he's like you know they'll forgive me for but this when he had that evil person. smile man like like that was looking like oh shit i didn't think it was guy. an evil smile i thought it was like yeah i'm feeling yeah. like a punk now you yeah. know i've been repressed my whole life sort mm-hmm. of thing but, no, but you could but, tell he was going too far after a while yeah you, when he attacks zari and um and constantine because they arrive yeah. and uh, real ray wakes up you see him waking up because he was like i'm gonna go out there to save you in my adam suit oh nice mate pump <laughs> and steals his fucking suit yeah. <laughs> fucking clown yeah. <laughs> hilarious pretty funny <laughs> She uh, shrinks what they're hiding behind and it's going to blast him. And Ray jumps in front and he turns off the Adam suit with his voice uh, activation uh, gimmick. And uh, uh, Z blasts uh, Charlie against the wall with her wind. And Constantine is uh, uh, casting his spell to send her to hell. And Ray's trying to save her. And then when she hears them say hell, uh, Charlie's reaction of hell, what the... What? what like she did not know that was in the cards because remember they yeah. were put into malice dimension and now she's like wait wait, wait, wait hell what the fuck yeah, are you yeah. talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. And it I was a nice little touch going to jail yeah yeah mm-hmm. and she starts changing into all of them like can you do it to me because you're the real monsters and oh, how about this and she changes into amaya in the abbasuit like can you do this and z can't she she just can't and the spell fails so they got to figure out what to do with her. But Constantine strips Charlie of her shape-shifting powers. And I'm not ruining anything for you, my friend. That does not stick no matter what they say in this episode. So okay, you're not, you're not going to have like, oh, what does she do? What's her superpower? Mm-hmm. It just it just takes a while. Okay, you know, they, they get her over without it. But it's yeah. one of the more fun aspects of that. Okay. They've got a fucking shape-shifter on the it's team. It's wild that they had ended up on, on Amaya. Yeah, an interesting <laughs> touch. 
and then she decides to stick with it because she's she's like you know grown to love the face and they accept it too and you know so therefore it makes perfect sense because we're you know we'll recast our cast it's a time travel show we can have fun that way which again i really love so charlie's in the new brig this is like i don't know how long i've been seeing this but this is the new brig the brig that's kind of just in a force field in the middle of a big open area in the lab right rather than the old brig from season one which is like a literal jail cell i can't remember when they switched over but i really noticed it this one and sarah chews out ray says those punks were a bad influence on you but she did sound like a mother it was fucking hilarious (laughs) and ray confesses about nora which leads to mick going she's not gonna sleep with your haircut (laughs) well you're not you're you're wrong dumb dumb (laughs) because that does happen Mick, he just can't judge these things. But Mick wants JC to fix the spell because they don't want to be looking at Amaya's face. And he says it's permanent. And he calls Mick a womble. So I was already in that mood of looking shit up. I'm like, is this a thing? Mm-hmm. A womble. A fictional animal inhabiting Wimbledon Common in London characterized as cleaning up a litter. Hilarious. Mm. So we get the button on Nate and Gary. They we're in the office covered in green goo. They killed the plant. And Sarah walks in and says, oh, it looks nice. A little little office of horrors. Which mm-hmm. sort of like, and they, they say something off. about getting Audrey, too. Oh, I did. I, I missed that. Somebody so. said somebody mentioned that. Yeah, we were able okay. To, you know, Audrey, too. In case you all didn't know, this is a reference. You know, that it, sometimes I'm like, hey, I get it. I, I, we realize this. You don't need to really tell me that it's a little house of or a little shove of yeah. horror reference yeah. by naming it. I hate shit like that. I know. But, but I do love her and him together. Zano and lots. Because when she's like, oh, you found a new time, bro. And he's like, yeah, man, he's growing on me. And they're just, oh, they've got so much chemistry together in a brother and sister way. I, I, mm-hmm. I love watching them have scenes together. And he tells her, he's like, I'm avoiding the wave rider because it reminds me of Amaya. And she's in the middle of trying to get him to come home. And she's like, well, you should stay here and get some time to your time. And Katie Lotz's line delivery was something like this. She goes, because I like to watch you grow. Bro, I and loved it. I loved so it. So funny. I loved it. She's awesome, man. That, what a crazy great choice. What a very unique choice. In that mm-hmm. movie and wonderful. Um, because he's just like, oh shit. And here's what, like you're talking about how they, they sent him to the time bureau just to write off or to find a way to write out having to use the steel um, yeah, a lot, effects. yeah. But this gives you a, this is this fits right in with the long the long arc here is that it's good that he's not there right now mm-hmm. that 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 she's shown up so that like uh, this is uh, this feels uh, big boy pants, buddy. Yeah, it's like well, we have to do it. How do we do it and have it make sense? Mm-hmm. And they do. It's great. So we put the button here on. Uh, oh, well, some buttons are going to come undone because Ava arrives and Sarah's like, all right, let's go fuck and like drags her a little right off screen because it's right. fucking time. I got it. Uh, Z and JC. I see what you mean with the buttons lying there. Yeah, you see what I did there? Because I was going to the button on the Z and JC thing and then I realized <laughs> I didn't mention the Ava getting fucked. Thought, so <laughs> I made ladies. it work. Couple uh, so kissing. the ladies be kissing. Uh, Z and JC. Uh, talk and he he immediately yes Jesus Christ Johnny Cash uh, mm-hmm. 
he easy Jackie Chan. Uh, he goes off on her, but hey, don't be all trying to be all friendly to me. And like Bubba, he's being a total asshole. And she just cuts him off with this great reader, like, hey, you don't you don't know me. To knock it the fuck off. I I, I got the surveillance picture of you and your mom. Thought you'd like it. And uh, he's like, oh, thanks. And he is touched. What's fun is these two have a lot of chemistry together. And up until recent seasons, they don't have any reason for them to have scenes together, except in like this past season and the last. Mm-hmm. And uh, but right here, I, I see it. I'm like, yeah, they really do. They really have a lot of chemistry. No wonder they finally found a way to have these two actors be together a lot. Yeah. And uh, so Charlie's raging in a cage. And uh, Mick, he thanks Ray. Because he goes at Ray, he's like, Ray, you know, I hate cops. And the way Ralph goes, yeah, yeah Mick, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. We mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty he's like, good. yeah, well, today we almost became cops, but, you know, but except for, you know, you saved us. And uh, again, she starts throwing shit. And uh, they put the seal of approval on the new character for Maisie. By Ray saying she's not Amaya, but make going, but I do like her. And then cut to commercial. And I agree. I think this is one of the better episodes of Legends of Tomorrow yeah, in the entire time. run, especially big in time. our run. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, is the Macy Richardson Sellers, did I say it right? Macy Richardson Sellers. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Um, is she uh, of English descent? Is she? Yes, yeah, she's English? actually English. Okay, then that's good. Then yeah, okay. Here we go. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm okay say, with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it feels more natural, like uh, kind of thing, because it wasn't, you know. Oh, hey, 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 she was never the second best actor on this show. <laughs> Let's say that. Uh, so I think this could be a little more natural for her. And um, I assume she is so much yeah. better. I'm gonna Great. tell you, she is cool. so much better as Charlie because Amaya was. For some reason, African with an American accent with a yeah. British ac- actress who often dropped the American mm-hmm. accent and, yeah. and would fall into it, yeah. playing a stoic character from out of time. Mm-hmm. And now she can you know, use whether or not she's Cockney, I don't know, but she's British, right? And you, and she can play a more like wild and crazy character. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot more fun to watch her act. She's, I mean, yes. Is she going to be the greatest actress on the show? No, but she's very talented and she yeah. throws a lot more into this character, this, this original character right. rather than. Like, I wasn't Vixen. sure. Like it feels weird to just kind of, you know, replace somebody entirely, but I'm, I'm into it. Well, you know, what we're into all of you who listen to the show. Thank you very much. Um, uh, thank you for, all of you who uh, check out Mystery Titans Theater, thanks to everyone who make our makes our music, uh, especially Vancouver Girl, who I heard went through a harrowing experience. We won't get into it, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, it's awesome that she was there, Vancouver Girl. You're the best, uh, um, and I'm sorry that you had to deal with fuckwads. I'll say it. That is <laughs> probably the the only f bomb of this whole episode. We've been pretty good about that lately. I know we don't have to curse <laughs> all the time. We, yeah. Yeah, that's all for Mystery Titans Theater. An F bomb every three seconds. Oh yeah. oh yeah, there. It's like all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, again, thanks for listening, everyone. Check out everything else on the Prom Podcast Network, and we will talk to you next time. Adios.